Hey, this is Bill Goldberg of the Club Cavefade Podcast. And guess what? If you don't listen to this show, you're going to get effing speared. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 139 of the Club Cavefade Podcast. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Dan Peck. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? And Chris O'Mealy. I'm surrounded by assholes. Yes, we watched Spaceballs this week for Talkin' Talkies as part of the second annual and also final Mel Brooksuary. So shout-outs to Giant Media Ball and Podcast of Pennsylvania for continuing to support our podcast habit. And this week, guys, we're going to open up the show with The Feel Train. I don't know if it's a habit at this point. I think it's an addiction. It's been almost three years. Eh, whatever. Let's take a ride aboard the field train, because Daniel Bryan came out to retire. Oh, he... Whoa! <laughs> he sure did. Does, did Bree know about this before? Oh, Bree says yes, apparently. Well, so does Daniel Bryan, so... <laughs> that was the best part of the segment. Daniel Bryan likes a lot of Linkin Park songs, apparently. So, what did you guys think of the Brian retirement speech? The rebriarment? Um, <laughs> I, I It had a lot of the feels. It was very genuine, and I just appreciate anyone who can be grateful for all the chances and opportunities they've had instead of making it sound bitter that they had to retire. I think it's uh, I think it's heartbreaking that he can't go out on his own terms, and you could just hear it in his voice because he was reminiscing and talking about his dad who had passed away, and the last time he saw him wrestle. So, but but yeah, like when he made that comment when they were chanting yes, and he said that's what Bree says every night, and everybody laughed and chanted that's what she said. You got the laughter in there too, so you literally got all the feels, which is yeah. exactly what we. Oh, because he's fucking her. Okay. Yes, that is what that means. But yeah, my my favorite line, it, you know, he said it a couple of times is just "I am grateful." And you gotta get up for a guy like he, you know, he said wrestling didn't owe him anything, and look how far he got, and and look how far the fans got him. So, I mean, it was it was definitely emotional, and it it was kind of hard to watch because it was kind of unbelievable to see something like that happening to a guy who you knew worked so incredibly well but then i think it was the the next night he did the interview with coach and he was talking about how he was having seizures and not telling people so right. that that's the moment where i was like yeah i'm glad that he decided to retire then because the next step was pretty much he was going to die amidst one of those seizures yeah and this is it, it's the best thing for him it's the best thing for his health and uh well, we can kind of do a bonus troll truth here, but there are a lot of people out there who are really pissed off about this and claiming that he owes them one more match. Because he tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> he had to fall <laughs> to lose it all. No, no, he actually can't fall anymore. <clears throat> what? But he owes me a retirement match. I Oh, and when it comes down to the injuries and the concussions and things he was sustaining from, 
from doing the diving headbutt. I mean, we all saw what happened to um, Chris Benoit. And thankfully, Daniel Bryan, someone where they catch, where they caught things like this, so we won't have to hear about another situation like that. I don't want to hear about another situation like that ever again. But yeah, I mean, good for him. And you know, he's going to be just fine. It's not like uh, he's going to he he has to leave WWE or anything. He could become a trainer. He could work in the performance center. He could do an on-screen character. He could do managerial work. He could do whatever. You know, he he'll make special appearances. He'll get that huge pop. Well, from my understanding, like he was offered those things and didn't want to do them. I'm sure he will do appearances occasionally. But but I think that was because he still wanted to wrestle mm. before before everything kind of hit. Right. Right. So, you don't know what kind of decision he's going to make now. But we do know one decision he's going to make. He's going to make Brie be a mommy. He's going to blow a baby so, up in there. So, by the by, who who the hell are these people who, who demand one more match? Assholes. People who will never, ever, ever get step foot into a ring and take one bump in their entire life. And how, how, do, you, how do you owe someone one more match? No one owes you anything. Yeah. Jackass. This is these are the wrestling fans and Pat. We say this all the time. These are the people we wish never watched wrestling. Yeah, I wish they never did anything because oh wait, they don't do anything. People are just terrible. But uh, after <coughs> Brian's retirement, are the worst part of people. <laughs> yes, after Brian's retirement, it was announced that uh, Bree will probably be leaving the company pretty soon. And the uh, shock of no one. Yeah, and that was another thing. I was reading some of the comments in our own group too. Do you guys actually think Brida is a bad worker? Did you not pay attention to anything she's done in the last two and a half years? Her her singles run was really really good. Right, and then her uh, and then they did the feud with Nikki, which was lame. But then Nikki got really good up until she had to relinquish the title. Her last couple of matches were excellent. I, I think it's just that whole thing where it's like, well, no, it's the Bella brand is taken over, and they're the stars, and we don't like that, and we want to see these girls all get it. But the thing is, like, Charlotte's the champion, and she's having all the title matches and stuff with them. Well, the reason but, they're whatever. doing this thing with Brie now is probably so it can be just a retirement match. I mean, or, well, yeah. or at least a, a, you know, a closing of a chapter. Right. Well, that was another discussion we were having. People were saying that Brie was only getting it because of everything that was happening, but she had the title match booked weeks ago. But fine, though. Like let let even if it was that, let her close this chapter of her life and have this match, or um, you know, just just put a cap on a career because at, at least in yeah. that family, she can go out the way she wants to. They should they should let her win the title at Fastlane and. Uh, Dan, what's the full name of the pay-per-view? <clears throat> it's called uh, Fastlane. <laughs> let her have the let her have the win from Charlotte because you can always put the belt back on Charlotte. Go into WrestleMania as the champion. Have a huge diva showcase with Charlotte, Becky, Sasha. Not for the title. <laughs> and then, oh, I was going to say it would be a title match, but then she just she drops it to whoever's in line next, Sasha or Becky. And you can even put in Paige and Natty and Naomi and showcase all their talents, have the big match, give them some time to work, and then 
Brie retires the next night on Raw. So she could take care of her husband and have a bunch of babies. And run her uh, her thing, Experience Local, which showcases local vendors. And I know that because I watched Total Divas. Because she's all about that locality. Oh, here I am. Locality. And she's all about, well, you know, she's she's health conscious. She's about... Her, she's about her fresh vegetables and her, uh, she's about... I'm all about fresh no, vegetables. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no factory crap. She, all of her meat is free range. It's not cooped up anywhere. They, she's always doing her binges. They're, uh, they're obsessed with, um... Binges? Yeah, like juice binges. Detoxes? Detoxes, Whatever. And then, you know, she's all, they're all into composting and they're into solar energy and everything. They're very environmental. They have a, co- they have a composting toilet. Well, it's funny because anytime I'll, I'll see a comment from anybody where they're like, I prefer Nikki to Brie. I think Nikki is better than Brie. I look at their personal lifestyle and I'm like, I'm not surprised you feel that way because Brie is the laid back person who cares about animals and the environment. Nikki's the person who cares about shoes and purses and And lavish lifestyle. Big big fake tits. (laughs) And dating the number one guy in the business. Brian is a lucky man. Well, according to Nikki, she paid for them herself. (laughs) She paid for her performance enhancements? I always thought John paid for them, but... I don't think they were, were they dating before they came, before the Bellas came back? She was dating that Dolph Ziggler guy for five years. She was probably with Dolph when she got her boobs done. Because she got her boobs done while they were not in WWE. Yeah, because when they came back, they were no longer twins. And you were like, holy shit. One of them got bigger. You know, bigger. Well... A lot of retirement talk, but we have to talk about something else that happened during the Brian retirement speech. Oh, so, about uh, Cody Rose not having Cody Rose half-assing the yes chant. <laughs> or, or, or right behind him was freaking uh, Heath Slater doing nothing and then clapping. You, you know what? Real Chris quick. Jericho was re- wearing a social outcast shirt. And Kevin Owens was wearing a New Day a shirt. New Day shirt. <laughs> As a side note, you know what Stardust didn't half-ass? Showing throwing up. water, <laughs> showing up and throwing water in Stephen Amell's face, and then Eden threw water in his face, and then his own brother threw water in his face. <laughs> but he, I'm glad they're still doing that. They still want to do a singles match. Yeah, oh man, I love that, and I love the Stardust character when when he actually gets a chance to do something. I, I like how uh, <laughs> Stephen Amell is like, "Yeah, but I beat you at SummerSlam." He's like. Oh, Steven, beating me in a tag team match is hardly beating me at all. He's so, like... He's like, so like the Joker. Like, right, Mark Hamill yeah. is a Joker. <laughs> right, right. He's, um... Cesar Romero Joker. I'm fine with that. I could, I could rip your throat out right now. No, pass. If you had it in you for that kind of fun, you would have done it years ago. <laughs> but so... Yeah. So, anyway, back to actually... Okay, uh, so here's what... Here's what we understand happened out of the 12 stories. Uh, I'm just going to say exactly what I saw in the video feed. It's been a Brian, week later, and we still yeah. don't know exactly. <laughs> yeah. Brian and Bree walk to the back. The camera turns, and it shows Vince starting towards the back. Titus O'Neil grabs his arm. Vince fakes him out. It looks playful. People laugh. 
Vince walks by with a smile on his face. Stephanie walks by with a smile on her face. And then Titus O'Neil gets suspended for 90 days, which was originally going to be a termination until Triple H and Joey Mercury talked him down to 90 days. And then later it became 60 days. Happy Black History Month. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, in the words of uh, Seth Rollins, you're Black History. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, that was the title of an episode that we did. Yep. Was that, that only was, last February? That was last yep. February. Because Seth Rollins kept on beating up black guys. And he was Tyler Black. <laughs> he was Tyler Black. It was episode 36 from January 25th, 2014. Was your black history. Also, it was two years ago. Wow. So, um... It wasn't a racial thing. I really don't think it was. No, it wasn't. That was... I think that's another one of those things that people were just trying to... Trying to turn to. It was more Vince being an asshole. But no, seriously, um... Part of it was Vince being an asshole, but also part of it is... You don't, supposedly... You don't grab somebody who's the owner of the company on... Uh, you don't TV. just grab somebody, anybody. <laughs> yes. But to talk about your match, like, that's not the time to do that. That's not the time to go, hey, why did I job tonight? Well, well, now I'm hearing that he was actually trying to let Stephanie go first and making a, a chivalry joke, like, ladies first. Oh, even worse. Like, the... <laughs> okay, you know... I'm it's even sure. worse because Pat's like, nope, ladies, don't go first. No, no, that... You want equality? Men go first occasionally now. (laughs) (laughs) She's only going to go to the bathroom and disappear. Um, (laughs) Oh, the running jokes on this show. (laughs) But but seriously, like, why would you stick your hand out and do that? Now, this was on the after show or this was on TV? The cameras were still rolling. on the after show, yeah. But still, like, to grab the boss's hand even a joke like that like what audacity like why would you ruin something they may have had something planned for all you know and you're grabbing just last week we were talking about how he was going to be getting a push well they're hyping up his charity and everything and his they sent him to the super bowl he was dad of the year that's part of why he isn't fired though i mean triple h you know he's gonna he's gonna make it a win well but then there's a part of me that still says that there's a bit of an overreaction going on there. But again, we don't actually know the full story, so... No, you should know that Titus hid his cell phone in the ceiling tiles. But <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite meme I've seen so far is the one where it just shows Titus staring at him hugging Vince, and or Daniel Bryan hugging Vince, and he's just like, man, that looks like a great hug, I gotta get me one of those... <laughs> I did see that one. That was pretty funny. And then Kayfabe News posted an article that Bailey got suspended for hugging. <laughs> but um, I'm sure there, there's two sides to every story. I'm sh- whatever Titus did was definitely unprofessional. But I still feel like I feel like until we actually know the exact thing that happened and the exact mindset that they had in even suspending him. We can't judge too harshly. But that's just my opinion. Damn millennials grabbing me. (laughs) Grab the brass ring, it's not around my wrist. 
Maybe that's all he was trying to do, find the brass ring. By the way, speaking of people who need to grab the brass ring, if you guys were hoping to see Cesaro at WrestleMania this year, you're out of luck because his latest medical evaluation says he will, in fact, miss WrestleMania. But but he's optimistic. He said, that's fine. I'll, I'll be there for 33. So okay. good for him for at least being optimistic. Or WrestleMania. Wait, where is... Have they already announced for 33, isn't it me? No, they'll announce it during 32. Isn't that the one that's supposed to be, that's supposedly going to be in Minnesota? It's supposedly going to be, oh no, this one's supposed to be 100,000 people. Yep, because it's at the, it's in Dallas Cowboys. It's at the Dallas Silverdome. Dallas Silverdome. Dallas Silverdome. (laughs) Uh, Rosa Mendez is now MILF. Dan, Dan Peck broke that news for us. Yep. yep. Um, let's talk about how AJ Styles got buried this week. Yeah, it was terrible. Worst he, decision he, ever. He didn't get Why buried. do they even hire him? What, what yeah. the hell? Let's talk about that. Because he lost a match, and therefore he is officially buried. Yep. Oh, because they're continuing an awesome feud. Um, so Guess Smackdown. what? He's going to win the big match at the end of the series. <laughs> Because guess what? Uh, they did a feud with Kevin Owens and John Cena, where John won two of the matches, and Kevin Owens still looked amazing. So uh, yeah, and on SmackDown they did. I love the gimmick they did with them because they put them up against the social outcast, who apparently Curtis Axel and Axel Rose, Axel Rose, Axel what? Wait, what? Adam Rose. Adam Rose. Well, that's yes, the Axel Rose. So that, that's what they said too. He was like. Our team name is Axel Rose, and then uh, Adam Rose is like, no, no, we're the House Cats, the Social House Cats. <laughs> so that was their gimmick was they Why? were the Social House Cats and Axel does mean, Rose. Does that mean that Natty and Tyson Kidd are going to be part of this? <laughs> I hope so. Social um, House Cats is awesome. But they took on Jericho and AJ to start the show, and then after the match, AJ AJ won with the springboard, and then. Codebreaker to AJ, and then they still had their match to main event the show in a singles match, and they did the very smart thing of having Jericho win by just taking advantage of a simple situation. So buried, absolutely buried. buried. Yeah, no signs to that match at he all. He got strawberried, blueberried, blackberried. He got the whole damn smooth raspberried. He got there was even a buried. banana in there, which I think is technically part of the berry family. He got crunch buried. Oh, yeah. Oops, all buried. Oops, all buried. That was an old joke on the show when we did the breakfast cereals. <laughs> Triple H's oops, all buried. That's such a heavy oops. box with all those sledgehammers in it. <laughs> Here's a shovel. Yes. <laughs> Sledgehammer cereal with marshmallow shovels. Again, his shovel is special because the handle is a sledgehammer. It's <laughs> half half hammer, half spade. Yep. All right, let's talk about this really, really good women's title match we got on NXT. It was the Bay Mella match. Oh, I would love to talk about that. It didn't skip around so much on the network for me. <laughs> yeah, I heard you had some network issues during that. Because I was watching, um, you and I were not watching the live feed. We were both watching on a delay. I don't know. I watched it like an hour later or so. Yeah. So that's I was I was, my first guess was that you would have been watching it live, but when you were talking about it, it was like nine thirty, 
and I was watching it around the same time. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Pat's, Pat's having weird issues, but he shouldn't be having these issues because he's not live. Yeah, it, it I, usually doesn't happen that way, but... I think it happens to everybody at some it's point. It's because someone was fapping. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a really good match. And then the aftermath was cool, too, because they're setting up the obvious Asuka-Nia Jax feud, which will also incorporate the title in some capacity. Because I feel like... Uh, Bailey and Carmella are going to be on the main roster later this year. Well, apparently the 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 the, the deal were on uh, the SmackDown show, but weren't on the SmackDown show. Right. Well, then again, it could, easily could have been a dark match because the last time I attended a SmackDown the Jersey taping, Staten Island boys. Yeah, the last time I attended a SmackDown taping, they did their they did their what did they shoot before SmackDown main event. Or, yeah, main event. They did the main event tapings. They did, like, four matches for main event. And then they actually had a dark match in between the two tapings. And it was uh, then-NXT champion Adrian Neville versus Tyler Breeze. So, seeing Enzo and Cass on there didn't necessarily mean they were getting called up. But they've been talking about being called up for a while. Then again, a friend of mine saw what Blaster Lashley like five times at house shows before he debuted. <laughs> I remember we we went to a house show at Madison Square Garden, and this dude named Sean O'Hare was there. And I'm like, hey. I'm like, I wonder if that guy's going to be on the main roster at some point. You know that guy that wrestled at WCW for like three years before, <laughs> and then he was working dark matches. Didn't we go to one show and there was this guy named Brock Lesnar? Who was in a dark match? Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen this. I saw this one dark match where this really cocky asshole named Dean Ambrose came out and cut this huge heel promo, and then he even won his dark match too against Ezekiel Jackson. Oh yeah, I think my, my friend also talked about how he saw Ken Anderson a whole bunch before he debuted, and yeah. he was doing the full gimmick, but he was still Anderson. They hadn't changed his name. Well, I remember we went to a we went to an FCW show in 2008, and there was this huge battle royal, and it had all kinds of guys that would later be main roster guys like Barrett Slater. Um, they were all under their other names, so it was like Sebastian Slater, uh, like Stu Bennett, Seamus O'Shaughnessy, uh, whatever, like Maya, like Miyamoto or whatever Yoshitatsu was first, and then it also had Colt Cabana was there, Joe Hennig. And then I remember the one guy who actually got called up was DJ Gabriel because he had a dancing gimmick. And Joey Image goes, that guy's got a gimmick. He's going to be on the main roster soon. And he debuted like on Superstars two weeks later with Alicia Fox. He was on ECW. They brought him up because he wrestled kind of like Claudio after the Claudio deal fell through. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, a, that was a cool show we had there at uh, – it was cool to see a lot of those guys down there actually come up, or in some cases come back up, depending on who was there. But the audio system was really bad, so we couldn't really hear any of the names. So like, I don't remember any of the specifics about it, except that Sebastian Slater won the Battle Royal. Baby. Yes. Really, with all those guys, they were the one that they pushed for that? He was the one. Yep. Hey, Pat, you watched SmackDown this week. Tell us about Bully Ray. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Um, like, 
I mean, it kind of started on Raw, and now we're getting Bully Ray in in actual like bully attire, where he has like the the flannel shirt and the jeans and the boots going on, and uh, he talked about how Daniel Bryan was basically a wuss for retiring. That's actually pretty funny. Um, That'll get some good heat. Where was Devon part of this? Devon is part of it. He's still like he's still oh my brother. So he's Testify. going back to Reverend Devon. Okay. Right, right. He's well he's the, he's gonna be I, I think they're gonna just use Bubba as the mouthpiece and eventually split them, but right now they're they oh, the other thing they did was they took away the tables. So they had tables they had tables set in the middle of the ring, around the sides, and uh Bubba's like you better get a good look at these tables because this is the last time you're ever going to see the tables and the Dudleys together, which is great heat. And then he's like, so one last time if you're ready, Devon, get the... And then he just flips the table over and they take it out of the ring and they get rid of it. That's awesome. So, you know what that means? That means that, that Bully Ray is going to have a job in two months and Devon will not. <laughs> I'm still waiting to see Velvet Sky come over to WWE. God. I'm just I'm glad they're letting uh, Bubba run with the heel thing because he did such a great job in TNA. I mean, his stuff was some of the best stuff they had going. Right, he completely reinvented himself. Which, when they initially split the Dudleys during the golden age of wrestling, they didn't do anything with Bubba. They just made him into Brian Knobs. Right. He started teaming with Spike, and then somebody Right, else. then he started teaming with Spike and Tommy Dreamer, and it was like, all right, so what was the point of splitting him up? Because now you keep needing oh, him because, to have a partner. because we needed the black guy to do a religious gimmick. Yes, and we also needed... Um, to bring in yeah, Big Dave. Deacon Batista to debut. So, so for, you, know, you, you know my uh, my Deacon Batista story, right, Pat? Um, with with, with Flank? With Flank? No, I don't remember this. Because when he debuted, I was watching, and he hadn't seen that episode yet. So I'm like, yeah, this really big guy debuted with Devon. I didn't recognize him. He goes, oh, it was probably Bull Buchanan. I'm like, uh, no, because this guy was, like, heavily tatted. He goes, Bull Buchanan's got tattoos. Okay, but he's you like, know who You knew who Bull Buchanan was. He'd already been around. <laughs> Like I'm like no, this is not Bull Buchanan. He's like, oh, it's Bull Buchanan. I'm telling you. And it's then Kaval, the, you idiot. <laughs> the, the next time he saw him, he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I knew that wasn't gonna be Bull Buchanan. That's the Leviathan. <laughs> he's like, that's oh, gonna be the future right there. He's gonna be the biggest star ever. Oh god damn it. Yep. The, like the second week of Deacon Batista, he's like, yep, that's the future right there. That's the guy. That's the future. You know that old guy. <laughs> Drax the Destroyer. Oh, I just rewatched that movie last night. Still amazing. So oh, good. As much as I love Batista as an actor now, I still hate him as a wrestler. <laughs> That's okay. It's That's about as it's about equally di- disproportionate. Or uh, you know, I his his one line in Spectre made me LOL. Oh damn! <laughs> Shit. Oh yeah, like that. <laughs> he was great. So, according to Mickey Gall of UFC, if you're looking forward to CM Punk's debut fight, well, he's going to have some back surgery, so it's not happening. It's delayed again. He's also going to be the fighter with the lowest stats in the new UFC video game. 
He should be because he hasn't. He hasn't done anything yet. And now it's time for Lucha Talk. Lucha. All right. This week on Lucha on Lunchbox Underground. Lunchbox Underground. I didn't know Silent Bob was part of this. Pat, Pat called it that. Yep. The best. <laughs> Lunchbox Underground, and yes, we filled the cup. All right, Christopher. What 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 happened? I, I know what happened for me. It was I had to wait like two days to watch it because oh, yeah. well, it didn't so did get I. posted anywhere. Because XWT was doing the big failings. Because XWT more like FGT. <laughs> more like FGT. Um, we got the debut of Cobra Moon. Cobra Moon. She's just evil. I don't even want to talk about her. Yeah, hold on a second. What do we know anything about this girl's actual history? Because originally we were like, it's, or somebody said it was cheerleader Melissa when it wasn't. It's not. It's it's Thunder Rosa. I have to always remember because there's like a couple of girls with like Rosa in their name on the Indies. Oh yeah, I have to remember which one it is. Because well, it's, it's not La Rosa Negra. No, it's uh, Thunder Rosa. Well, the one thing I always got a, a kick out of when it came to, like, gimmick names was that the whole reason Rosa Mendez became Rosa Mendez was because her real name's Melina, and she got hired at the same time that they already had a Melina, so they're like, yeah, we can't have two. Which is funny, because they still called her Melina during the Diva search, but then as soon as she got, okay. as soon as she lost and still got signed, they changed her name to her last name of Roca or Roca or whatever, yeah. and that was her name for, like, three years in FCW and stuff. It's just her last name, and then they're just like, "Oh, it's Rosa Mendez. She loves oh. she loves Glamorella." But anyway, she fought Bengala. Oh yeah, Bengala the White Tiger came back to to hit three moves, which were like all flying headbutts. Right, she whooped his ass. Um, so I mean, that was kind of. But cool. she's she's old, ancient, evil. So evil, Vampiro doesn't want to talk about her. Oh, yeah, because... Oh, and uh, lots and lots of snake puns. Yes. There were lots of snake puns. I like it because she was just hanging out before the match and the fans were chanting oh. Mama Sita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Um, we also apparently... We also learned that apparently uh, Aerostar is a thousand years old. Oh, he's from the... He's from the stars. Yeah, because a millennia ago, he was at this... At this campfire with the shaman... Like, There's going to be a war, and he's like, "No, in the future, all the tribes will be united." But today is not this day. I will be back later, and now he's back now. <laughs> uh, Jack Evans is a gigantic prick, and he's awesome in that role. That's just the perfect gimmick, though. All he is is a prick. It's pretty good. But he took on the returning Drago, and he beat him by by cheating. Yes. If you guys haven't actually seen uh, Drago yet, his gimmick is friggin' awesome because he is a dragon. He He is a dragon man! He has some of the coolest gear and face paint out of anybody. Maybe he's a dragon? He is Trogdor. But he was still Drago! He's Trogdor. And Drago comes in the night! night! Yes. He's strong, bad. 
I knew this happened because Jack Evans, I followed Jack Evans on Facebook and he live tweeted the whole show. <laughs> I didn't even know he was booked on the show, but then he starts doing all his in character tweets all of a sudden. Like everything else he was doing, you know, as an outsider looking in on the storyline, but then he's like, that's what you get. I didn't cheat. What you talking about? You remember how last season all we did was talk about how we didn't understand the Blue Demon Chavo Tejano feud? Well, now it kind of makes sense because we finally got a promo package for Tejano to explain who he is. Something we never got in season one. By the way, that that bartender chick was super hot. Yes. And then we got the awesome last luchador standing match, which was probably the match of the week. Phoenix versus King Cuerno. Phoenix got murdered, but it's okay because he won. He still won. (laughs) Yeah, but the title wasn't on the line, the Gift of the Gods title, so it's not like he could have won it back. He got straight up murdered, and then he still won. uh, We got to talk about the ending segment, which was awesome because apparently... Apparently, Cortez Castro, who is uh, Ricky Reyes' character, he's been an undercover cop the whole time. And they're like, well, you're going to have to work work with this detective. And freaking Joey Ryan is going to play is going to play the uh, corrupt police officer character. Oh, this is going to be so good. So, and the, they're tasked with finding and taking in Dario Cueto. <laughs> so I was talking to a friend of mine who I worked with at Disney. She lives out in California. She's a really cool girl. And she's talking all about attending this Lucha event. And I'm like, are you going to Lucha Underground? She goes, no, it's Lucha something else. Lucha Vavoom? I, that might have been it, actually. And so I'm we like, have the burlesque shows during the, during the event. And I'm it's like, hosted by comedians. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, how are you actually going to that? Like, I didn't know you were into wrestling. She goes, well, I don't know that much about wrestling, but I'm mostly going to see Joey Ryan. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> And how long have you been a fan of his? She's like, about four years. I'm like, eh, we'll explain it. Lucha Vavum at the Mayan. <laughs> yep, there's luchadors, striptease, and comedy. That sounds incredible. I want to go to that. It's a great combo. Uh, about. That beats the dinner shows I've attended, which were like five matches with weird with weird audio playing over the whole thing and a really expensive ticket. The food was good, but the the quality that came out was... It was just weird booking. Not that Lucha's not weird booking, but... But Lucha's cool because... Oh, yeah, they have the comedians do do uh, some co- do, do commentary as well. Uh, nice. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, Blaine Kapatch is their usual... was one of their usual com- commentators. Our color commentary is handled by comedians Tom Kenny, Dana Gould, and Blaine Kapach. Other guest commentators include Fred Armiston, Brian Posehn, which is spelled wrong, Patton Oswalt, Jeffrey Ross, Chris Hardwick, and Bobcat Goldthwait. Even Jack Black sat in. Why am I not going to this? Right? Because it's in L.A. Oh. <laughs> I think we need to take a trip to L.A. <laughs> and watch Sounds some pretty fun. Watch some lucha wrestling, hear some comedy, see some chicks take their tops off. Chris Hardwick has gotten pretty into wrestling after, uh, you know, everybody who watches or is in wrestling does things he likes. Yeah. And I'll start it with CM Punk. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, um, when we come back in just a little bit, guys, we're going to discuss 
all the trolls that exist on the internet, and then we're going to play a game where we'll assign you points or we'll bury the crap out of you. We'll see. Yeah. Hell, son, this is Stone Fold Steve Austin from the Club K Faith Podcast, and I'm here today to talk about GiantMediaBall.com. That's right, GiantMediaBall.com. It's like a giant ball media with all them damn fleas around, son, especially when you're washing your clothes and you got damn fleas all over. You can listen to We Talk Games, Hit Start Now, Mass Move Aside, Wiggly's Book Club, what? I said Wiggly's Dang Book Club, son, Talking Talkies, The Cannon Cannon, and so much more. We even got Ouch on there. Hell, son, I don't even remember who Ouch is. But We Talk Games, hell, I listen to this while I do all my damn laundry and fold my damn sheets. And that's the laundry line, cause Stonefold said so. And we're back. Alright, so this week's Troll Truth is kind of different, because it didn't actually happen, but it almost did. I was going to troll all of you. As you guys know, I'm doing a 365 Days of Music project, with a bonus track, because this is a leap year. And February, I'm doing an alphabet, other than, like, a couple of days I've planned something else out. But every single day I pick an artist or something related to that letter, and I play it. Well, today was N. And I was like, I have to play a Nickelback song. (laughs) I have to play a Nickelback song because I have to troll everybody, because that would piss off everybody. And I ended up picking Nine Inch Nails because I like them better. The thing is, Chris, this is this is how you remind me of what I really am. <laughs> well, I was I was through with standing in lines to clubs I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, and I know that Jason Shin feels the same way, even though he'll probably like he's probably like 15 weeks behind on podcasts. But <laughs> you said behind. I don't get the intense hatred this band gets. Like, I get it, but I don't. I, get I have the, an intense I don't really care for this band. <laughs> I, really I mean, care. that's fine. I don't care for them that much either, but it's like I don't think they're as bad as people say they are. I think everyone should just calm down and just enjoy music. <laughs> no, just look at this photograph. Oh, because every time you do it makes you laugh. Yeah, what the hell was on Joey's head? <laughs> hey, hey guys, Rodney's a theme song. Let's burn this to the ground. This, this is where I grew up. Um, I think the thing with Nickelback, at least for me... Is they're Canadian, right, Pat? Oh, no. He no. Um, <laughs> I was in Canada for nine months of my life, bro. They are so... What makes them so bad is that they're so mediocre. They don't they don't really fall mediocre. into They don't really fall into like um they they stay inside this line. Like they don't do anything risky. They're just there. And I, I find that very boring. That's because they're they the ones too damn good. Are they the ones that are burning inside their line? <laughs> but they think you look so much cuter with something in your mouth. Uh. Jason Shin's like, I agree with that. Oh, yes. 
Um, I guess it's because they really don't fit into a specific rock genre. They're just kind yeah, of Yeah, it's called rock. butt rock. But <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, our t-shirts going to be featured in a Subway commercial for no reason, rock. Nickelback. I remember the, sub- the latest Subway commercial was all about how uh, we've been fresh for 50 years. Or whatever. No, they were about this guy where he's like, I've got kids now, and I'm going to tell you my story. And we're like, no, 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 we don't need to know that story. We don't need to hear about kids in Subway. <laughs> hey, you know what else Jared likes? Nickelback. Isn't he Canadian, too? Oh, speaking of, when I was in Canada, I had Subway every Sunday for lunch because they didn't feed us lunches. <laughs> oh, okay. So that they could go to church and not have to make a meal two seconds after being coming out of church. So I ended up walking. I ended up walking to Subway just like Jared, but I didn't well, touch any kids on the this way is, back. This is your story. Are you sure it's just like Jared? Well, I said I didn't touch any kids on the way back. We're the way there, right? Or you could call me the Duggler, just like my dad does. That's more Jeez, Jeez, Jared, try not to touch any kids on your way out to the parking lot. Oh, God. Well, that didn't happen. In a row. (laughs) God. That's a lot of kids. So, yeah, um, Nickelback. Not as awful... As people seem to say they are, but at the it's, same time... Much of Nickelback sucks, they're better than you at whatever you do. Yeah, but at the same time, I definitely don't think they're as good as the praise that they do get. They get praise? Well, they, they make a lot of money, they sell a lot of albums. Uh, they, I don't know, they like made they their big awards. debut when I was in high school and they're still around. What I found is always and weird. And you know, I'm old! <laughs> and this is like the evil I was willing to accept at the time, is they were on Roadrunner Records... And Roadrunner had Slipknot, um, I think Machine Head, and a bunch of other really heavy bands. <laughs> and it was oh, just and they had Chad Kroger. You right. know about Machine Head? It's better than the rest. Green to Red? <laughs> machine Head. Got a, got a Machine Head. Uh, but I, I kind of thought, like, hey, Roadrunner's this heavy, heavy label, and they've got Nickelback. So, so Nickelback is what brings in the mainstream money to keep all of these awesome bands making music. Like, that's how I felt at the time. That that was kind of what justified their existence to me. So do you also hate that Chad Kroger song that he did for, like, the Spider-Man movies? Hero? Oh, he did it with Josie Scott, Scott and, the, and the drummer from Our Lady Peace. Because I, I like Josie drummer. Scott. <laughs> a hero can save us. I'm not... And I like Spider-Man. And that Spider-Man movie in particular. Uh, one of my favorite uh, Cyanide and Happiness comics is uh, Chad Kroger sitting there going, hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. And then a guy just comes up and goes, yeah, you do, Chad Kroger. Get it? Because he's not. Oh, Oh, because Nickelback sucks. It's only funnier when you explain it. Okay. (laughs) Because boners. You know what else is a fact about Roadrunners? They're actually way, way slower than Coyotes. Oh, now we're, like, getting into... I'm dropping some education on you guys right now. Now we're going freaking... We're going scientific. Cartoons, and then you, you went you went slamming to cartoons, and then slamming back into reality. <laughs> you want me to just slam oh, it back there to... there goes Rabbit. 
Whoa, back to reality. <laughs> you want me to slam it back to nickel? No. Oh, you know why they're called Nickelback, right? Ooh, ooh. Pulls up a chair. Why are they called Nickelback, Dan? You see, uh, most or if all the band worked at a local coffee shop in where they lived in uh, Canada, and one of their most uh, bought items at said coffee shop uh, was like 95 cents or like some denomination therefore in. So everybody that got that, you know, most popular coffee item got their Nickelback. Oh, other guys got their dick sucked. Oh, okay. <laughs> on the way to the parking lot. And then... <laughs> and then they were like, hey, where's my nickel back? And that's how you knew they were going to shoot their wad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me get some nickel back. Fifteen bucks, you little man. You Put that my, shit in my hand. My favorite Nickelback song is that one where he's like, every time that I take it in the back door, I'm... I, I'm sure those are the it's words, hard to right? say. It's hard to say. <laughs> is, is this the Jason Shin version of Nickelback? I've become so numb. I can't feel you there. <laughs> oh no, no. Came so, no. so tired. No, leave, leave like a park so alone. Much, so much more aware. None of people have ever noticed that Linkin Park songs are actually almost all about anal sex. Oh god! And and now you know why Chester Bennington sounds so um, angry all the time. Oh, he's he's a molester. I didn't know he was a sodomizer too. Because <laughs> he bleeds it up, digging deeper just to throw it away. It's crawling in his skin. <laughs> crawling, crawling in my foreskin. But he's it's okay because he's breaking the habit tonight. Why is this happening? I love Lincoln Park. Stop. I wonder where somewhere he belongs is. Can't you see that you're smothering him? Holding <laughs> too tightly for him to lose control. He's one step closer to your ass. <laughs> he's about to break. <laughs> So WWE has an official Facebook page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they post stuff on it, and people comment, and because it's the internet, there's a lot of dum-dums. Welcome to the internet, folks. Welcome to the internet. The greatest and worst thing ever created. It really is. It to really beer, is. cause of and solution to all life's problems. Well, said. This week, we look at a post about a photo shoot that the Divas did for Valentine's Day. So... For V-Day. For the VD. <laughs> for the venereal disease, yes. Okay, here we go. WTF is Eden and Renee doing an a Divas photo shoot. They aren't Divas in the wrestling sense. Yes. As a matter of fact, I would say Divas are the ones that don't wrestle. <laughs> that is more accurate. That, that would be my qualification. You have your Divas and your women's wrestlers. So WTF is Eden and Renee doing an A Divas photo shoot. 
Oh, because they're hot as hell. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh. And you can't teach that. Are they going to be on total divons when uh, when bullet when? Oh God! When divon <laughs> has to find something else to do because they because. <laughs> yeah, total divons coming to the the WWE network. Well, no one else is going to pick that up. <laughs> Bully Ray is going to be uh, the top heel in the company, and we get total Devons, which is only one Devon. Or maybe yeah. D Low will come back. Oh God, D Ray three thousand. <laughs> Just everyone with D, comma or D hyphen, and now debuting D's nuts. To- total Devons and total Diesels are actually going to be running against each other at the same time. Uh, well. But then, but then, ten seconds into the first episode, the quad gets torn. He's gonna just walk across the ring to try to <laughs> attack. Uh, who was he trying to hit? I remember that. I still have bitter memories of that infamous quad tear because it happened a week before we went to Raw and we didn't get to see anybody. Because <laughs> all he was gonna do was go to the corner and knock someone off the the apron. Jay Tomorrow and his X Pac sign. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't go out there, Sean. That kid's got a mean sign about me. <laughs> it's okay, Ombre. We'll both stay backstage the whole night. And then we got Eric Bischoff. Yeah, we got robbed out of seeing Shawn Michaels, but we got to see Eric Bischoff on Raw in his oh, debut. Vince that McMahon. was, and, and a British guy in front of Pat didn't know who he was. So then Pat had to lie to him to make him shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat next to Mike Simsek, and he said, like, five words all night. Cool. Anyway, our next comment is, who won the 2004 Royal Rumble match? What does that have to do with this? Oh, God. What? (sighs) Sorry, I thought I was using my Google search bar. (laughs) Next comment, Bakey Lynch. Picturing her like in Swedish chef garb, which is actually kind of hot. Um, <laughs> Bakey Lynch. I like Bakey Lynch. Bakey Lynch. <laughs> Hello, Bakey Lynch. Hello, Bakey. Oh God! Is that, is that how I Nathan, had a brother? Is that how Nathan Jones is going to come back to WWE? Oh, gonna bakey with takey on a new WWE Network show. <laughs> bakey. Bakey Lynch. I had a brother, and he was perfect in every way. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Hands off snakey. Hands off takey. Speaking of hands off snakey. Wakey, wakey, milk for takey. Oh god! I want Paige. I wish her to be my vampire. I want her to suck my blood and make me fall for her. Well, that got into a dark place real fast. Also, didn't you already fall for her? Maybe like she wants that person wants her to push them out a window. I don't know. Paige would probably do that, too. She'd probably be into it. 
And our last comment is actually three comments I put together because it was these two people talking to each other. Oh, yes. Alicia Fox is so ugly, lol. Her voice is annoying, too, and her wrestling skills are also crap, lol. 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 None of us know what we're talking about. I love it when people use LOL as punctuation. So, was that all three comments, or was that just the first one? That was all three comments. First one was, first one was, Alicia Fox is so ugly, lol. Her voice is annoying, too. That's the second one, and the last one. And her wrestling skills are also crap, lol. Were those three different people? Uh, first person and third person were the same, was, was one. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, I remember are... when I first heard about, oh, shit, what's her, what's her shoot names? Who, Alicia Fox? Bakey yeah. Lynch? Bakey Lynch? Oh, Bakey Lynch. <laughs> Bakey, I remember Lynch. when I first heard that uh, that she was signed, and I, I was like, who is that? And I looked her up. Who the hell is Xavier Woods? I said, I said, who the, I typed in the, I typed in the Google machine, who the hell is Xavier Woods? And it gave me a picture, and I was like, oh my god, that is the hottest woman I've ever seen. And then she, like, debuted, and I was like, what happened to that? Girl, <laughs> you're definitely not looking up the right girl then. No, it was definitely her. Like, but apparently, uh, Big Johnny getting his hands on the white traffic models ruins them. Victoria Crawford is her, yeah, her shoot name. Oh, yeah. I was like, she is super hot, and then she debuted, and I was like, what happened? I was like, what happened? Anyway. She is, uh, she's BFFs with Age and Rosa. So, so she's BFFs it. with the with the, the Beller twins. No, this is IRLs. She also lives in Jacksonville and had a snake in her garden and an armadillo, and it was really funny because Rosa freaked out. <laughs> Paige thought it was funny. Well... There are some pretty bad people on the internet, but we have some fun people in our group who have decent senses of humor right, so and like to make us laugh. Our group. Yes. And because, of course, open up the studio doors, let them all in. It is time to play points or buried or folded or frozen. I see you're, you're working overtime here in Pennsylvania, Arnold. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, you were supposed to be here hours ago, Arnold, and you haven't shown up yet. Yeah, he's still here. He's still in Lancaster. Yes, yes, indeed. It's been cold, but there hasn't... Well, actually, I think we just got it. Like well, he, he likes the cold, so... You know what tonight is a great night for? What? What? Netflix. And chill! <laughs> of course it is. Outside. But- but, other than Frozen, you could also be... Oh, effing speared. <laughs> or you could be... Oh, you could win whatever I'm giving away this week, yeah. He doesn't even know yet. I have no idea, because I don't know what the game is yet. <laughs> and then there's that the other guy sleeping. <laughs> Alright, so... And, he, and he's been sleeping since last week, by the way, because he didn't do anything last week. <laughs> Which so, means you might get a super ooh this week. Oh, he's been saving it for two weeks. 
Yeah. Oh God. Every week that he saves it for, it gets stronger. The best part. The best part is I know where it's going to happen if it happens. Hashtag stong. <laughs> Hashtag bakey with takey. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm going through my notes here looking at the entries, and I realize that somebody's on here twice, but not because they posted a game entry, because they have to comment and try to be funnier, and that screws up everything I'm doing. (laughs) Refrain from the ultimate conversations on these threads, guys, because when I copy the information over, I've actually lost game entries because I'm trying to sort through, and I delete what I think is just a comment when it's actually an entry. So stop screwing everybody. Yeah, stop having combos, bros. All right, so Dan and I were talking about, what was it, like National Pizza Day? Yeah, I was like, hey, are you going to post the thing? Because it's like past time to post the thing. Yeah. And And you're like, no, I'm busy. And I'm like, well, it's National Pizza Day. How about everyone makes pizza? And you're like, eh, let's be a little bit more generic than that. And I was like, whatever. How about everybody makes a dish? And, and, then, it. and then I was like, oh, you better make sure no one actually posts stuff from the actual WWE. Yeah, the actual book. cookbook, yeah. Uh, nobody did, so that's a good thing. So uh, what we did was we had you guys, it was the one and done rule. You had to pick a wrestler and have them submit a dish for us to put in our Club Kayfabe cookbook, which, of course, has a K. Because, of course, uh, it does. And I'm going to tell you whether or not I would eat that. And chances are... Most of the time, I'd probably eat it, because I'm not really that picky. Unless you're like, and then I put in cum. (laughs) (laughs) How'd how'd you know how the first episode, Bakey with Takey, goes? (laughs) And now we add two quarts of milk. (laughs) (laughs) First, get your breast pump. Freshly squeezed. (laughs) So... (laughs) Oh God! From grass fed. So, you didn't have to. You, you didn't have to describe the dish. You could have just named it, which a couple of people did. But most people actually went the extra step to tell us what was in it. The only rule was you couldn't duplicate the wrestler. All right, you guys ready to hear these tasty concoctions? First ingredient is cum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, Triple H is going to bury you in flavor with his most famous dish, the straw-buried short stuff cake. God. It's just mounds and mounds of strawberries thrown on top of a little cake. Well, it's short stuff cake, so it's like mixing last week's entry with this week's entry. It's like uh, when I crawled under the ring that one time. It went to the short stuff court. Short stuff, strawberry short stuff, court. I'm gonna, <laughs> I want to bury this in strawberries. But uh, I think you're going to give it points, right? Yeah, I'm giving it points. Oh, yeah. Also, I would eat this. Oh, I Dan, would, Dan I would eat it, too, for what what that's worth. <laughs> well, it, it means the points apply. <laughs> that's all that means. Um, Alan Craig, you get points. I, I would definitely eat the strawberries. But not the stuff. I don't know what the stuff it, is. Is the stuff come? <laughs> it's it's Buff Bagwell. Oh, so we had to pay for it too. Jeez. <laughs> stuff. Oh yeah, and he can't feel his legs. That was for Chev. He can't feel his legs. 
All right, here's your next entry. Chip feels like Paul. Yeah. I'm well, both yeah. bag well, and I can't feel my legs. All right, so Jeff Hardy has made an aluminum bread house. It's made with cocaine, meth, arsenic, dog, and eyeballs. Dog I, w- I would not eyeballs. eat this. <laughs> I would not eat this either. Uh, other ingredient come. Also because of dogs and eyeballs. Definitely not vegan either, so I would not eat it. Um, but points, it does get points. <laughs> Siobhan, you get points. You talk about eyeballs don't have a face. Eyeballs are part of a face. <laughs> Not the eyeballs on my eyeballs. I could erase them. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to make a joke for uh, for Walking Dead, but we haven't seen the person yet. Okay. Uh, the Rock will lay the SmackDown under taste buds with the candy ass jabroni. It's fist and ass shaped pasta and sweet candy sauce. It's Lincoln Park's favorite meal. Um, <laughs> the entire band. <laughs> yeah. They each start at separate parts of the plate. I don't know about the candied sauce. It doesn't... I would have a bite of this. <laughs> and then go from there. I, I, I think it also gets points. <laughs> All right, NBA gets points. Next up, it's Cesaro's pepperoni nipple pizza. Oh, oh God! <laughs> it made, it's made with hard dough swung around for hours, and then a traditional sauce with cheese and pepperoni nipples. See, this is this is one of those times where not only did you have a funny entry, but you did go longer with it, but it, it was still funny the whole time. So you get now, it's just the pepperoni looks like nipples. Are the pepperoni is made from nipples? Because either way, I'm eating it. No, I I wouldn't eat it if it was actually nipple nipple meat. I don't think I would. Right, Taylor Chadwick, you get points. You know, <laughs> they had John Morrison work down the nipple meat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to WWE Superstars reference from like three or four years ago, or like uh, eight years longer ago. ago than that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it was a while ago. Who, oh, especially since like well, the funny thing is like lately I've been seeing uh, in the on this day I see clearly thing on Facebook. I've been seeing references we're making to each other from back when we watched Raw in a hangout on Skype while on Skype with Joe. And then, oh, so, like, yeah. I would see, like, a post from Joe on my wall with a quote of something I said during that night's raw. <laughs> Those were really fun, though. I miss doing that. All right. Hey, let's do that right now. <laughs> this next entry. So, Lex Luger is making a simple <laughs> five and a half foot cell. I'm not eating this. <laughs> <laughs> Packed in a nondescript box of approximately 24 inches. It comes with a side order of Oxycontin and a shot of vodka to wash it all down. But the sandwich cannot be named. (laughs) Yeah, I would not eat this either. Oh, man. Points. You know where it's going. Glad <laughs> Someone says points. Lex Luger, you know where it's going. 
Yep. Oh, that's still it's so terrible. That's one of the funniest moments of my life. Because <laughs> you got heat before you were even a worker. And good heat. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> In my opinion, it was. Any heat right. good heat. What did you draw? <laughs> All right, here's your next entry. It's Bill Goldberg's honey glazed effing broccoli spears. <laughs> honey glazed broccoli spears? <laughs> yup. <laughs> this doesn't sound very kosher. It doesn't sound very honey viable thing to actually make. Spears. Broccoli spears? <laughs> honey glazed broccoli. I think I think it's pretty funny. I would I points. would try it. Jason well points. I, I think I would try a bite of this, but I don't know if I would. I, I don't know if honey glazed broccoli sounds appetizing. <laughs> okay. He's like um, I eat all the time. All right, I definitely will not eat this next one. <laughs> Because Roman Reigns made luau. Oh, a com- God. Come. <laughs> a combination of taro root and ooah cream. Oh, so, uh, second ingredient, come. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. He's getting ready to serve up his It's like it's like extra sticky this time. Oh, oh I'm slipping in white sauce. Jeez, oh. why don't you ever get the Gallagher gimmicks for yourself? Jeez, <laughs> I saw that one coming from so far. I, I covered Chris and Pat with the Gallagher gimmicks. Thanks. Thanks we I need these Gallagher it. gimmicks because you guys should have thought of it. <laughs> why did it take me nearly a year to think of it? <laughs> Well, Arnold's got the right idea. He's just freezing the pieces of it so Triple H can break them with a sledgehammer. <laughs> As they're backed into the corner. Gold- or or he's freezing the big pieces so Goldberg can spear them. <laughs> Stonefold just doesn't want anything to do with this, though. He's no, just he's doing the laundry. The Gallagher the- gimmicks. It's yeah. so bad for him. Right. So, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, did he have a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Oh, wow. Oh, it's a thumbs up. It's a thumbs up. <laughs> He's passed out on the, on the ground, but it's a thumbs up. He's okay. getting carted out, actually. Yeah, he just expended two weeks yeah. of uh, energy. Getting he's getting taken out in Mike Simsek's wheelchair because that's who submitted. Oh no, he just stood up and he's walking away on his own. <laughs> he's God <strong>. damn! <laughs> he'll be he'll be back in thirty minutes to finish the match. All right. Um, <laughs> this one, this next entry doesn't have any ingredients, but uh, I don't think it needs to, and I don't think you're going to eat this one either. Number one is come. This is Jerry Lawler's cherry pop and cream pie. Oh god! <laughs> oh, no, number one is come. <laughs> Yahoo! I would not eat this. I don't think I would eat anything prepared by Jerry Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> cherry pop and cream pie. 
<sighs> so uh, what's the verdict there? Let's give that points. Ellis Hall, point. point. All right. Um, I would eat this next entry. It's Brie Bella's Brie a la mode. Walk, 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 fuck, walk, walk, is walk, that, walk. Is that pussy? <laughs> With ice cream on it? <laughs> Sounds delicious to me. I think as long as it's as long as it's naturally sourced, Daniel Bryan's all up on that. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's somewhere close to her Cadbury eggs. What? What is that even supposed to be? <laughs> walk, 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 walk. <laughs> buck, 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 buck. Uh, so, points. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Atkin, points. And, and, and a we would eat that. We would eat that. Clap, 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 clap. clap, clap. clap. <laughs> All right. This is uh, Coco Beware's Frankie Flambe. Charred, oh. par- charred parrot served with optional JR's, by God, he's dead, barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, someone stop the damn match. <laughs> someone stop the damn oven. Somebody help me out of here. Somebody get me out of here. <laughs> Oh, that gets points. That was Matt Hardman's entry. No, we're not going to do anything this week. The person I feel the most sorry for in that story (laughs) is the firefighters that thought it was a child that died. Oh, yeah. I'm more worried that when we do get an entry where something's going to happen, they're all going to jump on it. All right. Next up, it's Jim Ross's bourbon marinated barbecue. Wait, I'm sorry. You cut out at the very end. Barbecue what? Beef cheeks. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Cringies. Cringies. <laughs> Joe Kalaya gets the cringies. All right. Well, Al Snow was going to prepare his pepper steak recipe, but he started throwing up as soon as he said the name. That was the most weird thing, right? Because he's like, you're going to have some pepper steak. And it was clearly just ground beef. It was like dog food. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was literal. It was food dog. <laughs> oh, Big Show said it, Dad! Big Boss Man was a real heel. He was during that last run. You oh, know? God. Great reference. But... Uh-oh. Not very funny. God, entrance. they're all they're oh, all just like Al Snow. <laughs> <laughs> they're all trying to get in on this. Al Snow, I had to fold the damn Gallagher gimmicks. Your damn right, I'm gonna fold something else. <laughs> and that's the laundry line. Cause Stone Fold said so. Gotta get this damn yogurt off my arm. Uh, Russell Wright, you've been folded. Folded. Foul. All right, this is the Biggie Countdown. This is the final five. So, so Bully Ray's newest creation is, oh, my God, what's Brother Devon doing in the Impact Calzone? Oh, God. Why is he, ins- why is he cooking <laughs> inside the Calzone? <laughs> Bully Wyatt? Well, Calzone's. Local Calzone Zone. Oh, I'm so happy I get that reference. 
That is literally the best idea I've ever heard. That is literally the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> is this entry literally getting points? Yes. <laughs> Dan Dahl, points. Getting points. Okay, next up. Randy Orton's chocolate log. It's served in a suitcase. Oh, God. Smells a little foul and has what appears to be bits of corn in it. Oh, God. <laughs> Try my fudgy the whale. <laughs> and his cookie puss. And his cookie opus. And Nighty the Chocolate Ghost. <laughs> oh, God. Chocolate log out of nowhere. Into somewhere. Oh, points and cringies. Ah, 150 to Adrian Cotton. That's such a ridiculously old Randy Orton reference, but it's still funny. It's funny because it actually happened. That was when they had the, uh, that was when they had the diva search going on, and none of the girls knew anything about the wrestling. And Randy Orton was like, I'm sick of this shit, so. So I'm literally going to take a shit. Literally. So if you don't suck my dick, I'll take a shit in your bag. It wasn't that, wasn't that the story, too, like, the girl didn't know who he was? She's like, I don't know who you are, so he's like, alright, that does it. Time to shit in your bag. Which is, are you Ginger Mahal? <laughs> ginger Mahal! Oh, man. That was the best. Alright. Next up, we have John Cena's Five Soups of Doom. I don't know if I like this. I'll eat this. Are we going to count down the five soups, or...? No, it's just the five soups of doom. <clears throat> Number one, <laughs> shoulder tackle. <laughs> Number two, another shoulder tackle. Shoulder tackle soup. Number three, you think you're going to close line him, but he doesn't, and he turns it into a weird suplex. Powerbomb thingy. Number four, he jerks off in your face. <laughs> Five knuckle shuffle soup. I thought yes. you were going to say number four is an SPM with way too much way too much space. And then number five is uh, the attitude adjustment. And then special ingredient and number six, cum. <laughs> you know, during this game, I've learned to never want to try anything that Dan Peck makes in his kitchen because if the secret ingredient is cum and everything, I'm kind of <laughs> worried. <laughs> I am a great cook. Well, if you're if you're a yelper, you know what you're getting as your special ingredient. I have never used cum in any of my confections. <laughs> Pat, Pat, you get that reference, yes. right? Yes. Yes, I do. I, I, however, do use antlers in all of my decorating. <laughs> Just like my hero, Gaston. It's every inch of you is covered oh, with there. Oh, what a guy. Oh, I guess we're giving points to this entry, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, Jason Shin points. Oh, boy. I'm, well, I'm actually glad Shin got points because initially he submitted uh, five knuckle truffles, and I had to correct him. Like, I'm not going to tell you to change your entry because that's none of my business, really, but that was a game-winning entry of an old game, so don't do that. Oh, was it? It was. And there yeah, was enough, of the, enough of these that if it wasn't in like the last month or two, <laughs> I probably wouldn't remember. 
Uh, I I remembered though. All right. Well, you pay your <laughs> ticket. Well, I also do the game. I kind of run the game, so I kind of know most of what happens. All right. Next up I'm glad is someone's keeping tabs. I'm glad someone paid attention to this. Vince McMahon's crumpets. You want the recipe? No chance in hell. Yeah. Oh, because crumpets are white? I sure would like to try one of them crumpets. Might as well let them know. (laughs) The second ingredient. (laughs) It's gone. (laughs) God. Oh, I want to swim in crumpets. Pumpets, oh. some call them. Oh, no, you know you don't. Pumpets? <laughs> someone just I'm lost it? in the cumpets. <laughs> that is the most disgusting thing I've pictured in quite a long time. <laughs> Everyone forgot about the holes and crevices in the floor oh, of Roman oh, Reigns. Yeah, but Wonder Boy didn't forget about the crevasse and filled it with his mighty juice. And now I'm swimming in the cum pits. Oh, I can't get out. I'm drowning. Oh, yeah, that's where we put all the Roman Reigns hua. It's got to go somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess we're also giving that entry points. <coughs> oh, I was trying to don. Oh, that is, oh, God. That that's putting it over the edge now, <laughs> right? Oh, Joe. just like Owen. Hall. Oh, <laughs> and, still, and we're canceled. I still have to eat. We, we haven't been canceled in a while, so. Yeah, was, Joe Mad Dog was, Needle, you get points. That would be actually the most <laughs> thing to happen on this podcast. Perfect. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your final entry. It's Eva Marie's Wednesday night surprise. It's camel toe, ketchup, and whatever Nia Jax hasn't already devoured. Oh, that's mean. Oh, because she's fat. I thought it was going to say, um, Eve Marie's Wednesday surprise. It's Thursday. <laughs> that would have gotten points. You mean like Spaghetti Tuesdays on a Wednesday? <laughs> yeah. So what happens? Yeah, what happens happens? I've been saying that, that's time. not ketchup. <coughs> I want to spear this entry. I want to f and oh, it's too late. I froze it. Yes, 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 yes. I win. I win the game. <laughs> All right. What does Michael he think? Does he think doing his gimmick last makes him win the game? <laughs> yes, I don't so. think he knows how to play this game. You know, with arbitrary rules. He doesn't even play the game. All he does is is a punishment. (laughs) Alright, so uh, who's your winner this week? Wow. (laughs) I hate to to say it's that easy, but the Miss Elizabeth entry, I think, was the funniest. Wait, Miss Elizabeth was not mentioned once. Oh, excuse me. The Lex Luger. The Lex Luger entry from Glenn Kukin. Okay. Glenn is the winner. I think we we just gave a cooking contest victory to a food item that was not even named. No, it it was not named. 
He said it could not be named. It also was not something we would have eaten. <laughs> what was it? I said it before we even said what the food was. Yeah, it's like, Lex Luger is making a simple nope, five and a half episode. It's like, I'm not eating that. <laughs> even if it's like my favorite thing ever, it's like, this is the greatest pizza ever made. Not eating it. <laughs> uh, Alright. So, guys, as you know, if it's Tuesday night and you haven't seen this week's Points Are Buried game entry yet, it means I'm struggling with ideas. If you got one, submit it to me. And if it's good, I will use it. If it's not good, meh. Maybe I'll use it anyway, because sometimes <laughs> entries that I or uh, games that I don't think will wield anything good wield really, really funny entries. So just try it. And yeah. we'll and we will see you next week. Because we get, next week we're going to preview a little something. Uh, what are we previewing next week, Dan? Uh, it's a wrestling event. Yeah, do you, do you know what it's called? Uh, it is called... No Way Out, right? That's the February pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Elimination Chamber. It's called... Fastlane! Vroom, vroom, vroom! Right. We'll see you then. On Monday night, the Dudley boys made a statement. But it seems like... The only thing you people want to talk about is Daniel Bryan. We are sick and tired about hearing about Daniel Bryan. We're actually sick and tired about a lot of things around here, aren't we? You know, ever since we came back to the WWE, you people have looked at us as a nostalgia act. Did you honestly forget that we are the baddest tag team on the planet? The Usos did. We're two legends that came back here to add to our legacy. And speaking of our legacy, I'm sure you've noticed all these tables out at ringside. All these tables that you people love so much. All these tables that you people chant for every single night. Take a good look at these tables. Take a stare, a good, good, hard look at them. Because it's the last time you're ever going to see these tables again. Hey, give me the crew, give me the stage hands, whoever it is. Get these tables out of here right now. Move it. Make it fast. Get them out. What's this all about? No tables? I want every table out of here. Hurry up. Let's go. Hey, hey, that's our announce table. Is this really happening? This is it. This is the last one. They don't get another one after this.
This is the last time you're ever gonna hear it. Divine! Looks as if Dudleyville has suddenly become a table-free zone. We're seeing history here, guys. I really, I just, I honestly can't believe this. No more tables for the Dudleys? I'll take a picture of that and tweet it out, Moral. I can't believe my eyes. The most decorated tag team in WWE history has gone table-free.